Hey everyone, this is Aaron and Juwan and you're listening to Wellness for Real People. This show is for people who are on the go, busy, and looking for ways to live their best lives. We focus on wellness topics in mindfulness, exercise, diet, and sleep, and share quick actionable tactics to improve your health and wellness. We're not perfect, but we're trying to get a little better each day. Let's grow on this journey together. Today we're talking about uh, strategies to help promote better sleep. Uh, so I'm Juwan, and here with my co-host Aaron, and we're going to dive into all things sleep today. Um, this article that we're going to discuss comes from Harvard Health, uh, and Dr. Suzanne Bertish wrote a great piece just around some ideas and some tips to help us get better sleep in our, in our lives, which is so so important. You know, I'm a I, I'm I'm all ears for this having a little one. You know, a two-year-old running around. Uh, the last couple of years have been quite the journey with uh, with sleep, and you never realize how much you need until you miss it. You know, with, with dealing with this with this with this little guy. But uh, um, I thought there was some great information in this article that we, I look forward to getting into a great discussion with you today, Aaron, on it. Um, so the first thing that she mentioned uh was that uh, i thought i found this interesting she said sleep is a reversible state marked by a loss of consciousness to our surroundings and as members of the animal kingdom our brains have evolved to respond to dangers by increasing vigilance and attention so in other words our brains are protecting us and by doing so uh, it's harder for us to ignore our surroundings and so I thought that was really fascinating kind of evolutionary uh, uh, perspective on sleep and that, you know, our brain kind of like finally shuts down uh, so, so we can rest and recharge. Um, but in that state, right, we're, you know, um, we're not like super hyper vigilant about the dangers around us. Right. But, you know, I, you can sense it sometimes when I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm just like, you know, anxious and, you know, I had a bad dream or whatever, right? And I'm just like, you know, thinking somebody's trying to get me or whatever, you know, these kind right. of... Right, like my favorite was now is like I've got the the ring or Nest doorbell and mm-hmm. like, you know, like check the ping and see, oh, somebody was at my door at like four o'clock in the morning. Like, what were they doing? And then it ends up being like a bug flying by, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like those things, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, she, uh, Dr. Burdich says, you know, better sleep can help us navigate stressful times, um, you know, much better in the short term, lowers our chance of developing persistent sleep problems in the longer term, and can help boost our immune system. So she starts off with a few daytime tips to help with sleep. And then she also gives some tips for for, for the nighttime as well. So I'll go through the daytime tips and then um, uh, Aaron, uh, you'll, you'll take us uh, through those nighttime tips. So the first thing she said is, you know, try to keep a consistent routine. So getting up at the same time every day of the week, you know, kind of helps get your body body's natural clock, that circadian rhythm, um, you know, in, in motion. And that's one of the ways to help, uh, you know, our, our bodies regulate sleep. Um, so she, she mentioned, you know, in addition to waking up at around the same time, try to stick to the same schedule for meals and exercise and other activities. So you got to play around with it and kind of see what works best for your body and, and, and your lifestyle. But, um, she mentions pay attention to your, you know, your natural cues, um, and find that rhythm that works, that works best for you. Um, but she wants you to make this a priority for, for, for all members of your household. 
Right? And I know that's really, really true having kids, right? Like how important that is to make sure that there's a consistent routine for my little one, my little guy, because, uh, you know, he then he knows what to expect and he's just much better. He can actually, he actually sleeps much better when we, yep. you know, wake him up around the same time, feed him around the same time, put him down for a nap around the same time, right? Then he tends to sleep much better at night. So I should take my cues from him and actually, you know, <laughs> what we're doing with him and actually do, do the same in, in my life. Yeah, man. No, I was going to call out that same exact point too. just like the whole household getting on board with it because I had the same situation. My daughter, no, you know, now she's a little over a year. So she's sleeping good through the night most nights. Um, but it's, you know, the consistency of putting her down at the same time, waking her up, having the same meal time, nap time. If you throw any one of those things off, it could kind of mess up your whole day and that could spill over into the next day and so forth. So that routine is key. And then like, you know, with my spouse too, uh, just be on the same page with her, right? Because if I'm staying up late and she has to get up, you know, her alarm's going to go off at four or five in the morning. And if I was, you know, up late reading or, or on my phone, totally messes that up because then I didn't sleep well and I'm getting up at the same time as her without with less hours. So yeah, the whole household thing really stood out in that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the next thing she mentions is get morning light. Um, so, you know, I'm bad about this when, when, when I'm really tired in the morning, I'm just like, don't want, don't talk to me. I don't want to see anything. Just, you know, close the blind. <laughs> just like, let me just sit here in the darkness. I just, yes. you know, sometimes I like that. Right. But, you know, of course that's counterproductive for actually getting up and getting active. Right. For, for, yeah. for the day. So, you know, she record, the doctor recommends getting, getting up, getting out of bed and getting some light. Um, she says light is the main controller of, uh, you know, our body's natural clock. Um, so, uh, you know, she, she says, you know, natural sunlight is best, even on cloudy days, it's still important. Um, but if you're living in an area, you know, where you have to shelter in place, you know, um, try to expose yourself to, to natural light by stepping outside, um, uh, for at least 20 minutes, at least 20 minutes, uh, you know, um, can make a big, big difference. And, you know, I, I noticed that when I just, you know, get up and go for a walk. Uh, you know, I've been trying to do that after my meals, right? Just, you know, walk around the block since I work from home and, uh, you know, go to the park, nearby park. And I always feel better just getting out of the house and you know, out, under the house lights and just a little bit of the natural sunlight. It just mm -hmm. kind of wakes, wakes me up and, you know, just makes me feel, feel, feel much better. Yeah. Um, the next one, she said, you know, exercising during the day, you know, can help improve your sleep quality at night. Um, helps reduce stress and and improve mood, and we talk about that a lot. On, you know, on the on, on the show, the importance of exercise and regular exercise, making it a part of your lifestyle and your routine. Um, so you know, that's that's not, nothing new, but uh, definitely important to the yeah, whole. And thing. I think, yeah, the big call out is during the day. You know, I don't know about you, but you know, when I try to switch that to at night, it kind of disrupted my ability to fall asleep. Cause I don't know, maybe it was cause I got like my, you know, blood pumping and I was moving and I was going like, it, it's hard for me to get rested at that point. So I took that as like one of the ones that's really key is like getting that done during the day for other reasons too, right? You always have all these other commitments and things in the afternoon once your family comes home and it's like yeah, something always happens. So yeah, that one really stood out to me too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I never was a, morning quote unquote morning person right? whatever that means <laughs> but uh you know uh i always used to work out in the afternoons you know after work but like you said as, as i got get, get busier and busier and have more responsibilities it's just harder to, to to keep that commitment so i had to switch to start doing my you know my workouts early first thing in the morning 
And it makes a big difference just in terms of getting me jump-started for the day, giving me that energy. Uh, but I totally agree with you in terms of, you know, I have tried to work out late at night and then I just couldn't go to sleep because I'm just too wired, yep. right? You know, I'd like to actually say, like the doctor said, everybody's body is a little bit different. So you got to test it and see what works best. Right, but in right. general, maybe try uh, try try the morning workout and see how that works for you. Um, the, 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 the next thing she says, um, uh, you know, try not to use your bed as an escape. Right. So it's, you know, sometimes, especially if you're working from home or you just have a home day, it's just kind of really easy. That bed's looking real cozy. Oh, let me just sit down here and read a chapter, you know, and before you know it, you just kind of fall asleep. Right. Because that's what we do. <laughs> and that's it, right. So, you know, yeah. um, she mentioned if you must take a nap, uh, try to keep it short, less than 30 minutes, which I thought was really important. Um, you know, I'm, I, you know, I've never really timed my naps. I just kind of, if it ever happens, I just kind of go to sleep, go. I sleep and wake <laughs> up when I wake up, you know? Sometimes it's like hours later, I feel like it's the whole next day and I mess up yeah. my whole routine for the rest of the night and the next day. So uh, definitely uh, a, a teachable moment there for me. Uh, one other great tip she says is, you know, avoid caffeine late in the day. Um, I've certainly noticed that in my my life and my journey. Um, so yeah, if I do have any caffeine, you know, sometimes I'll drink, you know, a tea, uh, that may have some, a little caffeine in, 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 in you know, with some green tea or some yerba mate in it, uh, in the morning. But other than that, I try to uh, really avoid any caffeine, uh, during the day. Cause I notice, uh, you know, in the afternoon or later, because I just notice, and I just, yeah, my mind is racing. And I just can't, can't seem to fall asleep at, at the normal time. So. Yeah, same, man. That was the one I had to change. Um, one thing I changed over the last few years, and it's been helping, I just have really bad sleep problems. And that was one of the main things because I was trying to have a cup of coffee after lunch just to kind of kick me back up and get me back into the work mode. You know, when we were going into the office, it's easy because it was like unlimited coffee. It's like, oh, yeah, let me go ahead and get, you know, free coffee and just keep my day going. And before I knew it, that was like spilling over. Uh, you know, feeling more anxious, more jittery and not not being able to sleep. So there's other things that you could do, right? There's different types of tea blends and things that can help kind of keep you with that focus and keep you kind of moving and going without the caffeine. So definitely a major shift. Yeah, yeah. And the last thing I thought she shared that was really, uh, really great and a little bit different, un unexpected. She says, you know, you might try thinking about just getting outside of yourself and helping others. So she says, mm -hmm. helping others may help with feelings of uncertainty or unease. Um, so, you know, you, know you, may, you may think about seeking out ways to contribute your skills or donate money or check in on a family member, you know, provide in-kind donations. She says, doing altruistic acts may provide a sense of purpose, uh, reduce helplessness, and alleviate some of the uncertainty and anxiety contributing to our sleep problems. So I thought that was really cool and really powerful, this idea of like, you know, being of service and trying to help other people, how that can come back full circle and help you feel better and help you calm down um, and, 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 and help in that sleep sleep process. So yeah. those are some tips that she gave, Dr. Bertich for, uh, you know, daytime tips to help with uh, with sleep. Awesome. So we'll shift into the nighttime tips uh, to help with sleep. And so uh, a lot of these are going to be some of the things you may have heard before, but at the same time need to be reinforced. And the first one that came up is the one that I'm most guilty of, and it's um, prepare for bedtime by having a news and electronic device blackout. So I fall into the habit of 
scrolling through my phone at night while I'm in bed or watching a quick episode of something because now you could throw in your headphones and watch it and not disturb anybody. It's terrible. <laughs> it's like the, one of the number one things because what that does, um, you know, according to the article is it just kind of like re-stimulates your mind, uh, induces fear, depending if you're watching news and what's going on. But overall, it's going to stimulate you and make it harder for you to fall asleep or stay asleep. You know, sometimes it's easy to fall into the routine of like, oh, I watch a sitcom or something that might help you fall asleep quickly, but it doesn't really encourage that long term sleep and that quality sleep. So one of the biggest ones that I've got to work out on is that, that device blackout time that she recommends an hour uh, before your bedtime to try to just shut that down, do something totally different. Uh, along with that, cell phones, tablets and all electronic devices. Uh, the light that they emit, even in the dim light or the the, the sleep settings, still can release the hormone uh, or delay the release of the hormone melatonin. So it interferes with your internal body clock. Uh, so if you need to watch something or wine or relax, you know, try to do it away from the bedroom ahead of your sleep time and for a limited time. But you can always shift to thinking about listening to music or a podcast or a or reading a book, something relaxing uh, that doesn't require you to stare at a bright lit screen or even any dim lit screen because it just kind of delays that release of melatonin. It makes it harder to sleep or stay asleep. That's great. Great tip. And then uh, this is another one, you know, traditionally you've heard of the nightcap, right, with alcohol. It does, uh, you know, yeah, lead to maybe a quick way to fall asleep for some people, but really it leads to more sleep problems at night and frequent, frequent waking up. So um, the doctor recommends minimizing alcohol intake. And something I've noticed too, like, you know, if you have a night out with friends and family, it's like you fall asleep right away, but then you wake up at two o'clock in the morning or three o'clock and then you can't fall back asleep for hours. You might use the bathroom, right? Because it also is going to stimulate that response if you drink too much alcohol. So overall, minimizing that intake is going to help you get better quality sleep on a regular basis. And then this goes hand in hand with what, you know, Joanne was talking about earlier on this next tip about having a routine, uh, setting a regular bedtime. You know, there's certain times at night that your body is going to help you to fall asleep more naturally than others. Um, you know, but one of the things the doctor says is like, it might be helpful to sit down with a pen and paper and write everything down that you've been thinking about throughout the day or things that you're worried about and trying to just kind of get all those concerns out of the way. So you're not just laying in bed thinking about it. And I fall victim to this all the time. And then what often happens is I'll look at my phone for an answer and then it just stimulates that wake up response. Right. So really it's like trying to go a little bit more analog pen and paper, something that's not going to lead to more distractions and just write down, like if you're just have a stressful day, or you got a busy day the next day, write down the things that you need to do and take care of. And it kind of helps to uh, alleviate some of that stress and worry because, you know, you kind of got a plan for the next day so you can relax a little bit there. Yeah, I love that. And I, I've noticed that it makes makes a big difference for me. Um, like you mentioned, I usually do it on my phone on my notes tab, but I, now I know I need to like, okay, not just like you said, get a pen and paper, do it the old school way. But yeah, if I, I can, I can sit in bed and just ruminate over and mm -hmm. over and over about all the things that I want to do or need to get done or didn't get done or forgot to do or, you know, could, could do better. Right. And so this idea of like, OK, being able to take a moment to stop just the cycle of just spinning my mind spinning and then write down, OK, what were the one, two or three activities that are going to be most impactful for me to accomplish when I wake up in the morning? I found that that helps so much just helps helps me calm down and and feel feel confident about my plan for the next day so i really really love that tip yeah 
Now same. Um, the next tip was to reduce stress before bedtime. And this is a way you can look at some of the opportunities to do either some kind of re relaxation technique, slow breathing, yoga, um, anything that kind of gets you in a more relaxed state, right? It might be, you know, drinking like some chamomile, caffeine-free tea, whatever it may be, but just something to help you calm down, reduce your stress level and, and kind of get your, your mind under control. Uh, creating a comfortable sleep environment. That means a cool, dark and quiet place. Like I said, like having the TV on in the background or, you know, lots of noises and, and, and distractions, or if you're in like a really hot room can make it harder to stay asleep or fall asleep. So that one's a, a pretty good one and something that we try to do. Um, and then it says, don't spend too much time, kind of like before, don't spend too much time in the bed uh, during night or the daytime. So minimizing spending time in bed when you're not sleeping can help with this. You know, like, like you said, if you're working from home, it's so easy to like work from your bed on your laptop or you want to just lay down for a little bit during the day. Uh, but really that kind of um, creates a bad habit and it doesn't get you in the right mode for sleep. So you just kind of think of the bed as an escape versus a place where you actually go to get rest. So it's kind of shifting that habit. Um, if you're feeling like you're having trouble while you're in bed or falling asleep, uh, the doctor recommends not to stay in bed for more than 20 minutes get out of bed, do a quiet activity like reading a book, journaling, folding some laundry, um, anything that's not going to create too much of a stimulation. But it's a it's, it's something I've heard on other articles before, too, where it was like, you know, if you can't fall asleep, get up and just walk around in the dark a little bit and then try to lay back down uh, because it doesn't help to just sit there and just, you know, like stare at the ceiling because then your brain starts spinning. So those yeah, little light activities, right, kind of help distract you as long as it's not something that's too stimulating. Right, right. Yeah. And that was it for the nighttime tips. Um, you know, do you want me to close out with some of these other things here? Yeah, that'd be great. Just some last yeah. final tips that the doctor shared with us on, on better sleep. Yeah. So the doctor also recommends too is, you know, getting some help. You're doing all the things that were recommended in the article. You still can't sleep. Uh, these are problems you should probably discuss with your doctor. You might have an insomnia disorder or sleep apnea, both serious things that you definitely need to get a professional to help you diagnose and work through. Um, if you do end up getting diagnosed with a sleep disorder, like you have a, a history um, of insomnia or things like that, um, you know, just again, getting in touch with a doctor, there's other apps uh, that can help you with this. Uh, there's other resources available to kind of help you manage your sleep problems and, and help you change some things. So, you know, really what, what the short story is like, don't struggle through it, get some help. Uh, is, is what, what it's all about. And then lastly, the doctor recommends to remember not to stress out about sleep because that's just another way to keep your head spinning. You're like, ah, oh, I can't sleep. <laughs> and then you're stressed out about not sleeping and you can't sleep. Um, you know, you can adjust, right? It's it's really about like routine, building that routine over time. Uh, a few nights of poor sleep or might happen uh, as you're kind of adjusting to these new things. But once you get on a nice routine and you've kind of checked off all these other boxes, and if you don't have any like major sleep disorders that you need to address, you will see some improvements to the quality of your sleep uh, based on these recommendations from the doctor. So uh, that was it to kind of wrap things up. Uh, anything else, Juan? No, just uh, some great tips. And hopefully, uh, you know, you, you found this, uh, this is really helpful. I'm definitely got some things to go back to the drawing board and improve my routine. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, you know, I think, you know, it's really, really important uh, to, 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 to making sure that, you know, we can function at our best, uh, you know, and give our best to the, to the, to the people and then causes that we care about is making sure we get great sleep. So thank you, uh, Aaron, for walking us through this great article and, uh, we got more great content coming your way soon. So uh, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode.
Take care, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Wellness for Real People. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe. And if you know someone who could benefit from this episode, please share it with them. Sharing is caring. So we just want to thank you for being a part of our community. We got many more episodes to come. And if you have any questions or want to learn more about Can Do Tea, visit us on our website at candotea.com.